Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrewed D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody, and welcome to Dungeons & Drams. So, we are all here tonight. We were just talking about what we were going to be drinking tonight, so I think it makes more sense to have that conversation on stream. So, uh, yeah. Adriana, you were saying uh, high proof tonight? Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to blow up your yeah. spot of what you were actually saying well, unless you feel like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, others were saying that they were going to be drinking high proof or discussing possibly drinking high proof, but I'm visiting my mom. So, uh, I have two things actually. I have first coquito, uh, which is like eggnog, but better. Mm -hmm. And then I have heaven Hill bottled and bond 100 proof because when I go to my mom's, her friends will drink my whiskey. So I have to hide. Nice. What are you drinking tonight, Ed? Well, I am drinking an old college classic of mine. Back when, well, I'm using slightly better whiskey oh, these boy. days, of mm -hmm. course. But it's uh, root beer and whiskey. And I'm using Sprecher because nice. I'm a hometown Milwaukee boy. I'd actually love to like I've tried a few of those pre-made root beer alcoholic things and they're they're fine but I feel like it, root beer alcohol would be better to make yourself like I think it's yeah like like the pre-made Jack and Cokes are like decent but I feel like a like a homemade root beer and whiskey or something would be very good yeah yeah, yeah. pretty sure well and we used to use uh oh what was it like A&W and Clan McGregor <laughs> that does that not sound like good <laughs> yeah yeah so i've definitely i've definitely improved a little bit on in that rim it's funny uh, i have a interesting story but well whatever a, a story about clan mcgregor so when my my grandfather is 94 or 96 something like that um pretty pretty old guy and uh us, us eburns live a very long time um so when we he used to live down in florida and my dad and i went down there to kind of like help him move uh up here to massachusetts to, to kind of hang out with my parents and when we were cleaning out his place he had clan mcgregor um and he's like yeah i've been drinking this forever and i had actually never had it before um being as how it was in a plastic bottle i did not expect good things but i didn't exactly expect that bad of thing <laughs> so, <laughs> so meanwhile that that being said my dad him and i all uh, him being 90 something at the time uh i'll just drank a ton of clan mcgregor that night and i'm like this is pretty fun so that's a good oh, good boy. thing and we were flying like a really crappy drone around and like taking pictures of ourselves inside of his house it was one of those like drunken fun things so. <laughs> that's cute that's yeah, sweet a good uh good memory I, on the other hand, am drinking a uh, New England double IPA to start off. This is called In a Pinch by Cold Harbor. Um, it's like one of their limited edition ones. I haven't tried it yet, so I'm hoping it's good. Otherwise, I'm going to have a large beer to try to power through while, while doing this. Uh, but we'll <laughs> what, see. It's a double IPAs. Uh, what oh, was it? Double that? IPA. A New England double. New England double IPA. So what is the what's the alcohol range for a double? Because I know uh, usually like eight to stronger, ten, right? something like that. Yeah, this this one's eight percent. So. Okay. I don't know specific, like I don't know legally or specifically, yep. but they. Oh. That's wild. Let me. How yeah, much was it? That's that's crazy. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Yeah, I, I can't imagine how that was. I wanted to, but we had already been drinking. I'm like, probably not the best idea to to end the night on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eighteen point nine. That's huge. There's that's those, like uh... utopia. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one, isn't it? Isn't that the one that's like uh, the Sam Freeze? Adams Utopia? Yeah, it's yeah. very similar to a Brandy. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't love it when I had it. It was it was very heavy, like prunes kind of flavor, and I just wasn't loving it. It was, yeah, I don't know, mm. <laughs> like plum prune kind of thing. But it was, yeah, it wasn't for yeah. me. Yeah, which I felt yeah. bad about, you know. Well, um, sometimes sometimes things are like very hyped but they're just yeah. not for you you know everyone exactly. else can be into them and that's totally what struck me as it was like another johnny walker blue kind of concept it was everybody thinks this is fantastic because it's made by a popular brewery in this case um but meh yeah <laughs> what are you gonna do yeah so clifton what are you drinking tonight hey so um sorry for the delay i was having internet issues but i think i fixed it. i think my uh Antivirus was blocking your site, Bill. So oh. I disabled everything. So please don't destroy my computer. <laughs> but, uh, tonight, you know, I was like, I haven't had some peated whiskey in a while. So I decided to Ooh. do a little bit of Ardbeg. So I'm going to start with the Fermutation. Oh, yeah. Um, which is uh, a very funky one. And then one of my favorites of the year, or maybe it was last year. I don't know. It's been a while. The Bizarre BQ release. Mm. Um, really love this one. So. I kind of work my way up to that that one's a higher proof so we'll see see where the night takes us nice cool. well once i'm done with my beer i'll join you with the heavy vapors um or maybe the hypernova i don't know we'll see what happens nice. tonight. yeah so i picked up both of those some you know this year so i'm kind of still love enjoying them um maybe i don't that's what i should get for my mom so that her friends don't steal my whiskey that's a good maybe idea if i get like a peated scotch <laughs> yeah that's a really good idea actually Your uh, your audio is just a little quiet, um, Adriana. Had I been on okay, time so tonight, I, I probably would have actually I helped. I said that you. early, and I tried to fix it, but I will up it more. Okay. If you have a for some reason, if you have a blue microphone, which I think you do, mine some reason with an update reset all the way down. So I had someone told me mm. on a stream this last week saying like, "Hey, your volume's really low." So. Cool. Mm. So everybody in the chat. About this. Oh. That uh, it's okay. Maybe just talk, just talk louder. I think it's going to be more of a, okay. a volume thing. If you can, if not, then, you know, shove the mic in your face. Um, <laughs> have I compared Hypernova to an Octomore? I would say that there's really no comparison. Octomore is just still way heavy, more heavily, uh, mm. smoked the Hypernova. I'm going to, I will crack the Hypernova tonight. Um, I just totally pronounced that weird Hypernova. So very Hypernova. New England of me. Um, yeah, yeah. Just to see what it tastes like, because honestly, I haven't had it in few few months, and I kind of forget. But I will put that on the table so I don't forget. I can't remember. I think Erica and I got the Hypernova, like the second one they did. And well, they have like a Supernova too, right? Oh, the, was it the Supernova? That's what it was. It was yeah, I've not bought it. I've tried it at a friend's house, though. Yeah, no, me and Erica got the Supernova. And I remember that was, it's just a completely different kind of Pete than the Octomore, as I remember it. Because that was like earthy meaty and the octomores i've had have been more like stinky smoky mm. <laughs> <Agreed>. <laughs> yeah i actually i agree with you um funny thing i already had the hypernova on my table because i'm an alcoholic and <laughs> I, I the wall behind me is not enough they have to also be within reach <laughs> of course always <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, Clifton, if you want to hit us with a, the list of patrons, and then we'll kind of get going with a recap here, if you've got it. Sure thing. Um, like I said, sorry for the delay. I was getting no, it's started. no problem. So, I know you sent these to me recently, and oh, they're right. not in the backstage. So I'm, I'm, that's where I'm looking. So, oops. 
I can take care of it. Bill, do you have them? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, and we gotta, I have to find some more organic way than just like, hey, Clifton, read a list of <laughs> So <laughs> no, Maybe, I, I'll, maybe I I'll make a little video. That way people are inclined to, to join the Patreon. To the, well, normally like the I see it in the backstage and normally I'm ready yeah. to go, but I'm not seeing it. Maybe we've just been really chatty there, so I'm totally <laughs> missing fair. it. Yeah. All right. So uh, Mike, Steve, EJ, James Taylor, David, Martin, and Paul. Without them, we couldn't afford some of the software that I have to use every single month. So Yay. thank you guys very much for that. If you're interested in joining the Patreon, uh, consider consider checking it out. There's a free trial available. So if you want to see what kind of things get posted there, um, there's no risk to you. All right. Well, uh, Jason will not be joining us tonight, just in case anybody's noticed his, his uh, missing avatar there. He... Uh, had something he had to do tonight, unfortunately. Um, so I will be sure to kill his character while he's not around. <laughs> yeah. Yay, kill his character. All right. So let's go into the recap. <clears throat> when last we saw Snortimer's soldiers, the jewel in the mountain's crown was under attack by an unseen entity. This was becoming more and more apparent as our heroes ran from deck to deck, seeing things appear in front of them, and then the next minute they were gone. Roland was dead below deck, only to be found uh, later two floors up, ready for a fight, and having no knowledge of what had transpired below deck. Serafina was engulfed in flames, only to appear, to appear in the galley, speaking with Magnus. The group gathered and headed back to the hold of the ship, where they searched, only finding signs of scratches on the floor and tampering with the levers that dropped ballast from the ship. At the very end of the episode, Talin had found that some of the plants that are responsible for the levitation of the ship were partially eaten. What does this mean? We'll have to find out tonight. But we return to our players as they gather in the galley on the second deck, the living quarters. We are now in the galley. Uh, the entire crew has gathered together. Uh, there's one new face here that you haven't met before, but you've heard his name. Uh, his name is Turf, and he is an Earth Genasi. He's over on the left-hand side here. Um, he's kind of standing there very you know, stoic, as one would assume, and uh, just kind of staring off a little bit in the distance, almost if perturbed to even be here. Magnus gets everybody's attention, and uh, he says, All right, everybody, we've got a problem on board. There is uh, something going on on this deck, and our new, our new uh, companions here have been trying to help figure this out. So if there's any way that you can help, or if there's any information that they need from you, uh, it would be worth sharing that information if they ask. But aside from that, keep your wits about you. Stay with a buddy at all times. If you find yourself needing to be alone, just wouldn't recommend it. But make sure somebody always knows where you are. Uh, Anomio, Nobilis, Talin, is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, well, while this is going on, can I be making an arcana check with my uh, 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 magic smelling abilities. I think that's <laughs> I what we decided. This yes, was. <laughs> you can you can sniff out the magic. Yes, you're like demon hunter, All right? No, not demon yeah. hunter. What what is it? Demon slayer? Yeah, something like yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> All, right. All right. Uh, so what are you trying to search for specifically? Well, I don't. I, I don't like want. To... I'm spelling everybody in the room. I want something more. No, no, no. For sure. <laughs> I I'm trying to check for um. Traces of magic, illusion mm -hmm. magic specifically. Um, I know we've got a few spellcasters in the room. I know Serafina mm -hmm. is one of them. Um, Actually, most and... most people in this room are capable of some form of magic. 
Okay, well then, generally, I I want to at least the people in my general vicinity. Mm -hmm. I want to I want to try to look for illusion magic traces. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um. So uh, roll me Arcana. Oh, oh I got a the night, man. I got a, uh, I got a, I got the sniffles. I can't smell anything. <laughs> all right so uh with a natural one for an eight um so you you're listening to magnus talk and actually you hear a few other people kind of chiming in and people asking what's been going on people like elowin and alaric who haven't really necessarily been involved and uh as as such you kind of and you look over and you see a smile creeping across roland's face and you start to smell something quite foul. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and he kind of shifts in his seat a little bit. <laughs> but you do not Roland. detect any illusion magic. Roland, you disgust me. <laughs> what do you mean, my friend? <laughs> I You know that, what I mean. That you know was you! I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it must be this smack. somebody's casting an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> okay well um anyway talking to the people though mm -hmm. sure all right i was gonna say so yeah um can i like check the doors can i like secure them or lock them in any kind of way so that way no one can get in or out of this room sure um so each each door has a rudimentary lock but um it's it, like this is the galley it's not necessarily meant to be locked off so the the locks that are there are they will not hold up to somebody trying to break out but they're secure as secure as they get gotcha. so since magnus just declared all, about all of this i'm asking everybody has anybody here had a weird situation occur in the past two days in which something happened and then you see something else that that makes that impossible like you saw somebody in one location and then the next thing you know they're in a different place and they have no idea about having ever been in another location anything like that has that happened to anybody here soldiers alicia is also raising her hand and she says uh my my husband ragnar he he either disappeared i don't know if something's going on with this but i haven't seen him since early this morning and I mean, it's mid-afternoon at this point. I don't know if he's missing or if this thing took him, or or what's going on. But I haven't seen him at all. And uh, Serafina chimes in. She says, um, "She says I I have not seen anything myself, but I've been told that I've appeared in a few of these illusions. Um, one of which I was engulfed in flames, and the other I was apparently ducked behind a crate and disappeared." Um, Milo actually chimes in. He says, uh, "Yeah, I was I was down below in the uh, the the cargo area, and I I was pretty sure that I saw a, a snake or two slithering through the cargo. I mean, I don't know if that's just normal. Uh, there were no rats, so maybe the snakes are eating the rat. I, I don't know, but I'm just. What does an illusion even look like? How would you even know if you saw an illusion? Have you ever seen snakes on the on on a plane before?" Have you ever seen him on an airship? I, yeah, before? sometimes. I mean, there's there's always rats, so sometimes there's snakes. Okay, tired not totally. Anymore. Question for the dungeon master. Yeah. How old is Milo? Ooh, good question. Uh, let me double check his biography. See if I put it in here. Um, I would say he's mid twenties. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay. 
Why? The voice kind of. He was a kid. <laughs> uh, he, he's he's a oh. he's a halfling. Okay. <laughs> okay. For a kid. Yep. Same same race no, as. No uh, Just curious. Solid. Yep. Okay, so the two people who it's so the only people who've experienced it have been a part of Snortimer's soldiers, and then the ones that we have seen have like do impossible things like die and then actually reappear are Roland and Serafina. Uh, as as far as you've as far as you've learned, that seems to be the case. Yeah, although you've I mean you've been around everybody here except for you haven't really spent much time with Elowin and uh, you have not seen Turf prior to right now. Mm-hmm. Well, but earlier when I do, I just asked like the whole group have any of them experienced it, mm-hmm. and they just mentioned the situations with someone saw them. So as far as I know, I mean Alicia just mentioned about her husband missing. Mm-hmm. Did you say uh, that there was someone here with us that we don't know? Yes, this guy on the left, Turf. Um, so Why are Turf... we questioning this guy? Why are we accusing each other? Who is this dude? I, who, I haven't accused anyone yet. yet. Yeah. Uh, so, oh. <laughs> I, you know, when I made Just him <laughs> when I made him Clifton, I thought to myself, I'm like, Clifton's going to react to both Turf and Roland. <laughs> 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 Very different reactions, but yeah. Know. Well, that, that one's Roland too, so I was like, eh. okay. You know what? I don't care how good Roland looks. Like that voice, <laughs> <laughs> just intolerable. <laughs> so Ooh. turf, turf. Uh... I don't know. Roland's not that. <laughs> you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, turf's got kind of a Timothy Chalamet thing going on. But with I know. I like ears. it. I like it. Yeah. I have to look up who Timothy Chalamet is. Oh, I don't know. Wonka? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't seen the new one. He's but, a little French but... dingus. He's the new... Uh... <laughs> little French... You're right. Turf does kind of look like a French dingus. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so uh, so Alaric actually chimes in and, and he says, um, well, I, I haven't uh, I haven't seen anything. I've been in my lab and, uh, you know, uh, I know Talon brought the, the rat to me. Um, we were working on that for a while. I haven't seen any illusions or anything. Um, and Elowin actually kind of chimes in. She says... What what rat have you seen? I she was actually on the same deck, but apparently she's she's unaware of what's going on. Um, so Magnus actually takes a moment and he kind of he chimes in and he fills everybody in on all of the details of what's happened so far. So as far as uh, things that he's revealed is about the rat finding of the rat, the testing that you did, um, what happened with Roland in the basement, uh, what happened with Serafina in the in her room, and um, the fact that apparently Alicia's husband is missing. So everybody in this room is basically on the same page. Elowen, have you seen, uh, notice any issues with the plants? Have you seen bites being taken out of them? Do you recognize them? Uh, you know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't say it sooner, but yeah, actually I have seen a few bites taken out of some of the plants in the engine room. Um, a couple of the plants in the, uh, um, the atrium are also uprooted. I, I was able to restore them, but they, these are non-magical plants. These are just things for herbs or components for things that Alaric will work on. When you say uprooted, did someone dig them out or did someone tear them out? More of a tear. They were on the floor next to the uh, you know the boxes that they would typically be in. So... Right. Now I'm just imagining, like, if the cranium rats are eating the other plants that 
do cause the ship to fly. Like, are we gonna have flying rats? Mm. Is that a possibility? That's Ellen? a good question. Is that something you know? So, so these rats. So, Noblis hasn't been around any of this talk of rats. So, from my understanding, it, it kind of control does a bit of mind control. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. Okay. These Sorry. strange so little brain weasels. They try to trick you with their silly hmm. magics. Alicia, your your husband's been missing. Do you, do we think that maybe some of those rats got a hold of him and maybe he's up to this? I mean, you know, not, not something you would expect the king to be up to, but you never know. Uh, I mean, I suppose it certainly could be, but I, I mean, without being too blunt about it, my husband's not exactly the stealthiest person. He's kind of heavy and makes a lot of noise when he moves. He breathes through his nose, you know, just loudly. <laughs> and then I mean, she kind of like she kind of looks at you, Anomio, who's like sniffing the air. She's like, kind of yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I did admire you. I do admire your husband. <laughs> I mean, I can't suppose we just blame it all on him. Surely there's something else up. If we haven't been hearing him around while all this has been happening, yeah. there's something else, whether it took him or or something. So, Doctor well, Ever, Doctor I, Ever, oh, sorry, God. Was it mentioned? I thought it might have been before that a bunch of people had, like, became public before that a lot of people had nightmares and not slept well and mm -hmm. yeah, and feeling it was off. mentioned. And there was only. That was only for last night. Uh, so you guys have technically slept on the boat for two nights, and and it's been two nights that nightmares have been happening. Hmm. Um, um, so, Doctor, is, sorry, I was going to ask: Is there anywhere on the boat, you know, that would make a good hiding place? You know, if you guys were to hide, if you guys had to hide on this boat from someone. Where would you hide? Uh, so Milo and Felicity actually both kind of chime in at the same time <clears throat> and kind of stepping over each other, but Milo defers over to Felicity and she, she says, well, there's there's uh, little chambers between the walls that you could technically hide in, um, hiding in the, in the hold of the ship. It's pretty dark down there, as you saw. Um, there's always space in the cargo hold where you, if you were to hide in a box or something like that, uh, there's actually quite a few places that you could probably hide on on the ship. Could get Booker to try and sniff out either dipshit Alessia's husband. I forgot his name. Ragnar. Ragnar. Uh, yep. Or cranium rats. If we have one that we could let him yeah, smell. Yeah, I, I think we need to get in these crawl spaces and see what's going on. Because I'm wondering if they're they're moving around the ship mm -hmm. in between the the walls. I don't do well with small spaces. I prefer big gaping. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you. one becomes the other when you get in it. <laughs> yes. um, so, uh, so Doctor Everhart actually chimes in for a moment. She goes, uh, "Well, actually, there there was something." Um, Roland, yesterday you came to me because you were like really injured from some sort of fight. Um, you said that there was there was something fearsome that that attacked you. Um, do you want to talk about that for a minute? And Roland says, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. There was, there was no such thing, no fight. Um, I simply tripped and fell and, and injured myself. I appreciate the, the medical care that you gave me. And, uh, he kind of elbows you, Anomio, uh, for a moment. He's like, nothing happened whatsoever. What? No, no, no. 
I'm going to give him a disdainful look. Mm. You're lucky yeah, I have bigger problems right now. Nothing <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, during with all of that, nothing, nothing happening. Uh, I'm going to suggest that I use B sense with Booker, okay. and have him work on trying to smell out cranium. You know, he can smell the one that we already had, and then smell out any cranium rats that might be in the wall chambers. Okay. Uh, so you touch a willing beast for the duration. You can use your action to see through the beast's eyes and hear what it hears and continue to do so until your action... Uh, okay. Um, so the duration of the spell is... How long? One hour. Okay. So basically for an hour you can see through... See here and smell through Booker. Um, <clears throat> cool. Uh, so go ahead and cast your spell and then uh, you will now basically slump down in your chair and... Uh, are you are you telling anybody I, that you're doing I, I this? Tell, I tell I okay. tell <laughs> cool. that I am doing this. Yeah. Okay. Just gonna have a little coma. No worries. <laughs> so you slump down in your chair. Your eyes kind of roll back in your head, and suddenly you you're feeling kind of itchy, and you're like, you know, like this, and you realize that you're in Booker's body, and uh, you're feeling very fancy in your top hat and your bow tie, and um, <laughs> you've got your your. Y'all see Booker do like a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's all in. Proud, a little proud pose. <laughs> all right. Um, so what? Why don't we? Uh, why don't you tell me what you'd like to accomplish as Booker? Because I, I, the rest of the group is probably going to stay around here. Um, I'm gonna poke at whoever's near me to come with me. Mm -hmm. uh, but the idea being, basically, I'm going to wander around the ship, sniffing the walls that. Uh, Felicity, because Felicity indicated that there's like chambers th throughout the walls. Sure. And I feel like that's where rats would likely be, and just see if I get a sniff of an infestation of cranium rats. Sure. All right. So Felicity actually, uh, so Nobilis and Anomio, let me just ask you two: What would you like to do during this time? Are you following, or are you doing something different? I would like to follow. Um. I kind of want to keep an eye on the room. I don't know. I just like, I like the idea of everyone kind of staying in place and I want to keep an eye on everyone. Okay. Um, so Milo actually walks up to you, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Nomio, and uh, he hands you a little stone. It's a ascending stone. He says, uh, here you go. Use this if you need to get back in touch with us. I'll just leave it right here on the table. And he's going to leave it on this, this northern table. Um, that way, anybody that's in this room will be able to hear you if you need help or if you find anything. So he's going to hand you a sending stone. Think walkie-talkie. Yep. All right. Before they all leave, well, well I guess yep. once they all leave, before you go on that little side quest, I want to see if um, Talia could maybe bring us some wine so we aren't just sitting here awkwardly for the time being. Of course. Uh, Magnus, Magnus actually kind of shuts it down. He says, I, uh, I think it's better for us to keep our wits about us at the moment. I uh, have enough trouble uh, with illusions when I'm drinking. I don't need uh, extra ones. <laughs> All this would be like, like, speak for yourself, and like under his coat, he kind of has a flask that he kind of puts down at. <laughs> uh, Magnus lets it go. So, mm -hmm. um, all right. But that being said, Magnus does say, uh, "Well, you know, that's a uh, good idea. Is a good idea. Instead of some some drink, how about a? Could you bring us some food, Talia? You know, I I don't know about the rest of you, but it's it's lunchtime, and I'm pretty hungry. Plus, uh, if we need to fight anything, better to fight on a full stomach." And uh, Talia says, "Right away," and uh, she goes into. Can I ask to assist her? Absolutely. Um, uh, Magnus actually encourages it because of the buddy system. So. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, so the two of you are going to go over there. Uh, we'll get back to you in just a moment. So Booker, Anomio, and Felicity. Um, so Felicity starts showing you over to actually the room that Alessio and Anomio sleep in. Um, she she says that there is a um, one of these spots within the wall in this room, um, basically on this uh, in, inner wall. She she says that this this wall is actually hollow, and she kind of knocks on it. And you could hear that it's echoey inside. Is it okay if I drag Talon over? Because I can't yes. see. Yes, sorry, I'll like, do that actually for you. Yep. Okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you can take care of that from <laughs> now on. Yep. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, so you guys are in this room and investigating. Um, so why don't you roll... Uh, let's see. You're trying to smell... So Booker can only... With his, his smell, keen hearing and smell... Um, he has advantage on perception checks that rely on hearing or smell. So why don't you roll advantage perception? Okay. With Booker. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I just have to roll the keen hearing and smell. It doesn't Correct. have like, yes. the abilities the way the other thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, you should be able to click yes. on the little thing. Yep. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. okay. Uh, so, oh. so instead, roll your... Um, here you go. I just roll two details. Now you can see them. Uh, so roll perception with uh, advantage. Oh, there we go. Yep, I made it visible for you. Thank you. Ooh, those are nice dice. I Could almost had a twenty. <laughs> but you didn't. <laughs> All but right. I did it. So so Booker Booker starts sniffing around the the wall, and um, you do see he kind of sticks his nose into one of the knots in the in the wall and. <laughs> And then he's kind of going around and around, and and he kind of, I mean, you're you're him actually. So you do not smell anything, yeah. other than like a faint trace of. Let me take that back. Even with a ten, you do smell something, but you have no clue what it is. Um, it doesn't gotcha. smell like a rat, to Booker's nose. Gotcha. Okay. I feel like Roland's fart kind of messed with Booker. Yeah, you know, <laughs> a little. A little brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's fair. Uh, so Booker definitely tilts his head. Um, did Felicity indicate that this is like the only chamber that's like this? Uh, no, she's or more like just waiting for you to kind of be like, I'm done searching here. Yeah. Oh, then Booker like kind of, you know, tilts his head confusedly mm -hmm. and is excited, but like ready to going back towards the door and everything. Like, all right. Sure. There's something okay. going on in this room, but I don't really get sure. it. Uh, so Felicity actually, she goes to jump on Booker's back and she says, this way, boy. <laughs> Are you uh, letting her? She's a gnome, so she certainly could. Booker sits down. <laughs> oh no, and she tumbles so she backwards. she slides right off. <laughs> she ends up doing like a little back back somersault. And uh, she's, yeah. uh, all right, I, uh, point taken. Okay, uh, I want you to come up over here to, um, I believe this is where Nobilis was sleeping. There's another another one in here. I'll just, I'm just going to drag you guys. Uh, I keep forgetting if Felicity was the one who designed, uh, was it pipes? Pipes? That... The weird machine that almost killed me. That was like a... Oh, no, it's not. No, no, just... Paddles. I, I personally can't picture a female gnome without pink hair because I think I played too much World of Warcraft. So I like to just <laughs> oh, give them okay. all pink hair. Um, but that's that's okay. just me. I so 
Oh, okay. Booker is like still pissy with her because he, yeah. he thinks he, she's her. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My bad. So, uh, so Felicity, Felicity points around in this room and she says, uh, this, this one actually has a very large, it's almost the whole length of the outer wall. And pretty much every room here that has an outer wall, there's going to be some form of uh, crawl space in it. And they do this so that it's, it's a little easier to fix the outside um, paneling from inside rather than having to repel off the outside. So most of the hull will have a kind of a dual hull situation. So... Um, if you want to go ahead and smell here, then then that would be fine. Okay, doing so. I'm gonna smell for Arcana too. Sure. If she's smelling for rats, I'm smelling for magic. <laughs> that's that's actually also, perfect. Also, what Ooh. what does magic smell like? I'm curious. Like when you smell it. I, well, it like depends. Or... You know, um, illusion magic mm, smells like magic. fish oil. Mm -hmm. You know. I would say unicorn farts, but Roland already ruined yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> transmutation would smell like sulfur, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry, not transmutation. Um, evocation. Yes. Yes. Um, transmutation, I would think, would smell like copper. Because copper to gold or something like that. So, anyway. Um, so, with your 21 that you rolled uh, on the smell, as well as Anomio, you rolled a 21 on your illusion check. I mean, uh, your arcana oh. check. Um, all right. So, Booker does get a scent of something. Um, this is something... As Booker, you have a memory of the things that he has smelled. And this is smelling similar but not the same to the intellect devourers in a way that makes Booker realize that this is something from the Underdark. It's everything okay. down there has some sort of smell um, in common, just dank and, and dark and something. But mm -hmm. it smells... Let's see. He's also... It's, it's um, hearing and smell, right? So... He, I'm trying to, I'm trying to decide what to give you. Um, there's something that, that Booker, when he's got his nose kind of plugged into another one of these little, little holes in the wall, um, Anomio, you start sniffing around cause you, you notice, uh, Booker is very interested and you, you look into the hole and what you see is just a ton of those same scratches that you saw on the bottom deck. Oh, um, the, basically something crawled up this wall and used its claws to do so. Okay, so the the scratches are coming from below and moving kind of like up through, Correct. The, yes. through the crawl space. But also sideways and also yeah. down. This thing... Oh, so there's, they're going all over. If I had to compare the way that these claw marks look like, and this is going to be a, a deep cut, but one that we'll probably get. Resident Evil 2, the things with a huge tongue... The lickers, I think they called them, um, crawling around. I, none of you, Bur bourbon bites. I'm d embarrassed for I'm you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's too early. <laughs> it's too early of a game for me. <laughs> that's okay. All right. Uh, somebody out there gets it, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is, this is a creature that crawls on all fours and kind of clings to the wall and kind of. Okay, got oh, it. Got you it, actually got can't it, see it, me. It. I'm like miming everything. It's like, like that. So, well, that's that's terrifying. Um, is there, from what I can see, are there any tracks that go off? Uh, you know, it, like is it just covered in them, or are there trails like going off into the other parts of the ship? There are, in this particular room, 
um, the it seems as with such a high roll, I'll give you more. So it seems like they're coming up from below and they were going okay. over to the right about where Nobilis was sleeping. Um, so in the, so in on the map, you were kind of sniffing around here and Nobilis yeah. was sleeping in the hammock that Felicity is currently sitting on. Um, oh, boy. It was probably at least looking at Nobilis, if not something else. And then it headed to the to the left. Okay. Uh, so Felicity, the crawl spaces. I mean, this does this go all the way around the whole side of this boat, or does it go away all the way around this side of the boat? Yes. Um, almost. There's a couple places where there's or, there's a couple places where there's beams um, where you wouldn't be able to pass through, but if you were to go down a couple levels and back up around, you you could find ways through. And it goes. Would it? Does it reach all the way up to the top deck? Uh, no, would, actually, would you this is the top decks. This is this is as far up the as it would go because up above us, they're they're really it's more of a beam around the whole the whole ship. Okay, all right then. Good to know. Good to know. So we know whatever it is can't get up top, at least without us knowing. So that's that's good. Felicity's thinking for a moment. She says, well, there is the captain's quarters, which is on the top deck. There might be ways in there. I actually have never been inside of the captain's quarters. Um, so I'm not sure what the inside looks like. But if you think about the structural design of the ship, it's reasonable to assume that there could be a crawl space into his room as well. Okay. This is this is wild. This is wild. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Should we she, regroup? She kind of, she kind of gets this concerned look on her face, and she says, "You know, come to think of it, I don't think there's a room on this floor that it couldn't get into with fairly minimal effort." So something is coming mm -hmm. around That's to each of our rooms at Should... night, right? It would stand to and reason. Giving us the bad nightmares. And everybody's having weird fucking dreams and stuff. And we then should regroup so that because so Talon's got a book on the Underdark. Okay, okay, easy. yeah. Let's all get together and read. Well, I guess I can't yeah. talk to you right now. You're a dog, but <laughs> well, you know, you, so so I mean, exactly. She gets, I'm Booker right now, so I'm like. I would say that that she probably would that. understand you. Um, okay. I mean, dogs don't understand English, but Talon does, and she can hear through Talon. I mean, through mm -hmm. Booker. So I think that she could yeah. probably hear you. Yeah, all right, Tal Booker. To, to Booker, <laughs> B ball in, whichever. Ball in. Um, <laughs> but ball back, in. back to the, back to the galley. We, we need right. your researching skills. So while while you all are off doing what you're doing, let's go over to Nobilis. Um, this is going to be the same kind of timeline. Um, if you could refrain from moving, just because it's going to move the the okay. map for me. Um, so Nobilis, you and Talia are once again alone excuse me, in the kitchen. And uh, the doors are doors are currently closed. It's just the two of you. Reasonable to assume some some level of privacy here. And she is currently whipping up some some like nuts and meats and cheeses and breads and just kind of putting everything onto a platter. She's not putting her normal care into it. She's just kind of providing food rather than cooking a meal. I'm for a quickie. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet. Um, no, so I assume Noblis notices that she seems to be kind of distracted or something. Something's not, something's a little off about her. I, I think you could make that guess, yes. Um, whether that's something you want to point out or not is up to you. 
Yeah, I'd like to, you know, go up kind of behind her and like ask her if I can help. Like, is there anything I can do to help? Uh, she she points over at the uh, a couple of empty pitchers. She says, you know, we can't have we can't have wine, but maybe I mean everybody probably wants some water. If you could fill up those those jugs of water, that'd be great. Thank you. I mean and to it, help you. Oh, to help me? Um. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, what do you? Do I look like I need help? And she starts kind of like fixing her hair. <laughs> no, no, it's just this whole situation. <laughs> The situation's all a little bit crazy. I mean, surely, have you seen or heard anything that, you know, that you can, you know, you, you know you can trust me. I mean, we've kept secrets before. Is there anything you know that, that would be helpful for me and my friends to, to know? Uh, make a persuasion roll. Alright. Uh... 10. Uh, I mean, I can risky whiskey it if I have to. It's completely up to you. I'll risky whiskey it. I need to move right. on to the, bar the barbecue, anyways. So, yes. Right. <clears throat> Let's try that again. Persuasion. Oh, come on. <laughs> I swear, more frequently you guys uh you guys roll the same roll when you risky whiskey. And uh, I will re roll or anything. I will remind the audience that if anybody would like to at any time if you super chat, you can pick either boon or bane and that can cause advantage or disadvantage on somebody's roll. Oh, come on guys. Come on, you guys want to know what's up? I want to know what's up. So, but for the moment, we're going to take the 10 and and <laughs> We'll have to figure out a way to make this timely, but but whatever. So at the moment, we're going to take your 10. Um, so Talia says, well, it's kind of silly. It, it really is. It's about these nightmares that I've been having. They're, they're really starting to get to me, and it's just for kind of a silly reason. And uh, she she actually takes from her apron. She has a flute in there. It's it's not like a big, long flute. It's kind of like a, like a fife or something like that. Um, that's not the right word, because I think a fife is like a thing. It's it's a short flute. And she's like, I've been playing the flute for a long time, and I've always kind of, as part of this whole traveling thing, I always figured that someday I'd end up at an inn and maybe, like, play. And sometimes I play for the crew, and, and they tell me that I'm pretty good. But these dreams, it's it's kind of taking those ideas of, of playing for people, and it's making just the most embarrassing situations. Um, either something goes wrong or my flute doesn't work or, you know, just I play terribly or I play great and I think I play great and everybody just boos me. And uh, it's just kind of like affecting me, even though it shouldn't because it's just a dream. And uh, I mean, if, if you're detecting me being off a little bit, that's probably what it is. It's There's a lot on my mind. No, we, we've all been having awful nightmares of things that we can't, address or you know confront but it seems your your nightmare it's something that maybe you can confront and maybe i mean we have a whole whole crew here gathered around nothing to do i mean let's say maybe after i help you make some make some dinner we you you put on a little show for us if, if you're up for it i think you can maybe fight some of your fears and some of your demons in your sleep by performing for us make another persuasion roll this time with advantage I'm gonna I don't just know where give... I'm going with this, but I'm gonna. That's okay. Gonna I'm going. actually gonna give yeah, you advantage is, on this, this because yeah. this is so, so so random. <laughs> All right. All 
right, what do we got? What Ed's we excited got? because he might get to pull out Bart. And make it <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a fifteen. A fifteen. Um, she kind of looks at her her flute for a minute, and she's just thinking about it. She says, "Maybe, maybe when everybody's eating, maybe, uh, maybe it'll take their mind off things. Um, we'll see. But uh, will you promise me something, Nobilis? Of course. No matter how it goes, will you clap and just make me feel good about it? Oh. I like to put my arm around her. I want nothing more than to make you feel good." Oh, still and, uh, sexual. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> you definitely, you definitely are a guy, Clifton. I like it. <laughs> it's good to know. Um, and then I'm she, gonna, go, I'm gonna go get those, those water pitchers, and I'll bring them out to the to the table. Perfect. Um, you see her. She she's kind of standing there and just just still holding the the flute in her hand. And then uh, as as the door's kind of closing behind you, you hear her start to move around, getting things ready again. Um, almost like the door, door shutting has kind of snapped her out of whatever she's picturing in her head. Um, okay, so you go back into the uh, kitchen just in time to see uh, Talin and, and uh, Anomio and Felicity and Booker. Or actually, sorry, Talin would have remained, but whatever. Um, Re-enter the galley. Clear some space. Right. Talin needs reading room. <laughs> well, so at the moment you're still you're still part of Booker. It's probably only been about fifteen minutes. It hasn't been very long, um, so you still have another forty five minutes on the spell if you want it, or if you want to end it sooner, you're welcome to do so. Yeah, I think at this point I would end it sooner, uh, and I've so I pretty much already ended it basically. Like once it happened, and I knew y'all were coming back. Sure. Uh, so. Booker is back, and I've been flipping through the book, and based on what y'all saw with the claws and stuff, he he didn't quite smell cranium rot, he didn't quite smell intellect devourer that we had interacted with before, but similar underdark creatures. And there's a hook horror that has like the appropriate claws, but doesn't have any psychic attacks. But we could have like a mixture, you know, if he's just smelling underdark in general. There's the myconids or mycenids, I don't know. Mycanids. They're basically like yep. a fungus. Myconids. Mm -hmm. Yep. That like emit toxic spores that are mind control spores. Mm -hmm. And then there's mind flares, which are capable of psychic manipulations and are like a creepy mobile creature. Whereas the my myconids are more like a myce mycelium network and a mushroom type thing. Hmm. So we could have a mix of things or like, so I'm wondering though if we have something like the hook horror or if a mind flayer could create those marks. But the mind flayer, at least in the book, has more of an octopus look, not like. Mm -hmm. Looks like Davy Jones from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is how it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Dr. Dr. Everhart walks over and kind of looks over your shoulder as you're reading from, from this yeah. book. And uh, she, she points out, she says, the only creatures in there that would have what you described, I mean, the hook horror sounds like it's, it's claws are too large and the rats are too small. I'm not sure that what you described is even in this book, at least not, not what made sense to me. Something else under darky. So anybody, anybody an expert on freaky deaky underdarks? Oh, I like Freaky Deaky, but maybe not Underdarks. <laughs> and uh, Alicia actually chimes in and she says, 
<clears throat> well, I mean, I was around for the uh, the invasion a couple of decades ago. Um, there were. I mean, she's she's kind of like her eyes are kind of darting left and right. She says, I, I can't think of anything that would have come out of there that would have matched what you're describing, though. Mm. Everything was, honestly, everything was big and kind of terrifying. There was nothing stealthy or sneaky. I mean, the the mind flayers were terrifying in a in like a psychic way. They controlled people, but they didn't sneak around. They, if anything, did they, the they, they... Go ahead. Did the kobolds have claws? Like, the co the kobolds corrupted? definitely had claws. That... Actually, now that you mention it, that that could match what you're saying, but they tend to they tend to be in groups, so it's possible that we're dealing with multiple if if it's the kobolds. Mm -hmm. Well, it's maybe no it's giving that underdark feeling because it's uh, corrupted. Yeah, corrupted like corrupted with the uh, the mushroom hat. I uh, would like. Yes. Oh, good. I was going to ask Alicia. If we were down in the tunnels right now, how would we kill it? How would we kill what? The, whatever is in here. What are your tunnel fighting tactics? How do we well, catch it and kill it? The I would say it's probably sensitive to light. Um, so your sword might come in handy. Uh, aside from that, hit it with the pointy end of your sword, I suppose. Thank you. Very helpful. Are they resistant to magic? <laughs> Do you remember anything like that? Oh, it very much varied from, from creature to creature. Some of them were, so it wouldn't be out of the question that this creature could be... I wouldn't focus on any sort of poison attack, and you see Aller kind of like, mm, fine, but um, I would... Uh, maybe if you have any sort of radiant or light or thunder or lightning... Anything that produces a light might disorient it. All right. But of course, we're on a big wooden ship, so maybe fire is not the best thing. Yeah, we're going to have to be real careful. <laughs> yeah, Serafina, you're going to probably want to be careful with those flames. And uh, she, she's, uh, you actually look over, and, and her and Magnus are, are kind of whispering at each other. Um, and she, she snaps up, and she's, I, I'm always careful with my, my fire. Don't worry about it. Serafina, are you good at also, like, putting out fires? So, if oh no, no, went wrong. <laughs> no, not at all. No, I mean, if I made it, sure, but like, if something lights and and it's spreading, I, I mean, I could, I suppose, I could shoot more fire at it and try to disintegrate it. That would, that would, that might right, work. Great. Got to fight fire with fire. Great. Yeah. Great. Right. All right. So, I'm thinking, I go into the wall with Pyroxus. Try to. Yourself? Can we figure out? And then we try to flush this thing out. Maybe we maybe we split into two teams. You know, the small folks. We go from you know the bow of the ship to the oh, aft, and two just two angles. Yeah. And then just push it, push yeah, it to the yeah. captain's quarters in the back. Push it towards. Push it real good. Good. You said it like three times. I just could not. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, my problem is like everything is fire. I don't. Or thunder, but that doesn't emit light. Um. So I guess. That's the problem. We have the one, you know, fiery sword. 
Yeah, I mean, we're going to need... The other team's going to have to have some sort of light, some sort of big, glowy light. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I can have, like, a little, like, like a torch or, like, produce flame where it's just, like, a little fireball, but I don't know if that's enough light to... I think we. I think we can try it, and then I can. I think we just had Roland the torch, <laughs> maybe, and just push him in. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, but can Roland fit in the crawl space? Good question. Please? How big I, is the crawl space, Bill? It's it's much more akin or much more suitable for halflings and gnomes than it would be humans, um, or or can, others. Can uh, uh, Nautilus, you can do illusions. Can you cast an illusion? <laughs> Of like a radiant light around me while I crawl through the thing that might they might just see that and think that it's gonna you know be damaging and so run the other way. Hmm. So I can cast a minor illusion. Bill, you have to tell me if that would qualify. Sure. A minor illusion is something basically. It's it's generally fairly small. Um, it doesn't move. It doesn't. It, and I think it can either be a sound or a visual. So what are you trying to do? Can it be very bright? <laughs> it could. Be, I think it could be bright. Yeah, we could do that. It wouldn't. Do we I have mean, any sunstone? Oh, you should have some no. sunstone. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Right. Okay. I like where this is going. Yeah. All right. Let's break out some sunstone. Let's let's get all the yeah, shorties yeah, together. Right. We'll split. Let's we'll make two team shorties. Yeah. And then uh, get the some sunstone out. Everybody gets some sunstone, and we we're gonna try to run this thing down. Well, I was gonna say I can use some minor illusion to amplify the like do some mirror mirror work with the illusion. Maybe amplify Ooh. the sunstone a bit. All right. Yeah. Rock and roll. I dig that. All right. So everybody who's short enough to potentially do this um, is over on the right here. Although, uh, let me spread you out a little bit more. Um, however, as you're talking about all this, I'd like you all to roll a d6. Bill, if you put us in combat right now... <laughs> what? <laughs> if I put you in combat, what? You say initiative. We'll have to fight. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I rolled his booker, but same thing. All right, so that's that's fine. Um, so Nomeo rolled a one, Booker rolled a four, well, Talon rolled a four, yeah. and Novelist yeah. rolled a six. So that's 11 divided by three. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Interesting. Wow. Oh, that's so wow. true. I was like... Also, I'm like, is that what, 3.75? Uh, <laughs> also, I was just curious. Okay, so we oh, should no. put the, the warrior folks. We'll have two people take the lead, so I'll be one warrior person. And then is Alyssa, Alyssa is like a fighter, right? Yes. Uh, well, sort yeah. of. She she is capable of fighting, but she I would not classify her, classify her as a fighter any more than a dwarvish woman would probably have a good way to handle uh, like a hammer. Or something okay. like she she um, won't be worthless but she's got very low hit points i'll just kind of tell you that she's got, got 12 12 hit points and you could see that based off her you yeah. know stature we'll all right see if so we see any sign of ragnar we'll let you know talon do you want to go do you want to take magnus and felicity and then i'll take alicia and i don't know is is alric Alric, are you are you a, uh, Alaric, you want yeah. to fight, lad? Are you a fighter? Shall you come uh, with us? 
I'm not I'm not really a fighter, but I'll, I can throw some stuff. I've got I've got he pulls out like all these little vials. He's like, I have fire in a bottle. I have acid in a bottle with we already said that that probably wouldn't be very good. And he, he kind of chucks it over his shoulder and immediately regrets it. You see it hit the wall. And uh, thankfully, it doesn't shatter. It clinks to the ground. He's like, OK, let's pretend that didn't happen. Um, so I've got fire in a bottle. Uh, I've got a couple of other tricks up my sleeve. But I feel I can... like you hear Magnus just groan really <laughs> when, yeah. when does that. He's he's All like, right. I, I can do some damage, but but I also have and he holds up these two new potions. He's like, I have a potion of water breathing. Might not come in handy here, but you never know. And a potion of it doesn't last long. So right. I just perfected this. And and you're you're a halfling, right? No, you're a gnome. That's good, because I'm a gnome, and it worked on me, so it should probably work on you. I wouldn't give it to uh, any points over time. I wouldn't give it to her, because we haven't tested on halflings yet. And I'm pretty sure that you are you have to be a gnome to make it work. But this could work with you. Um, no. Also, you know, a couple of, a couple of healing potions. He, he's, he's, oh, and then he pulls out this little metal, little metal grenade. He says, and I have a grenade, <laughs> which... Maybe we'll use, maybe we won't. But if I throw this, you shouldn't be anywhere near this. Have you seen a grenade before? <laughs> Have you ever seen a grenade? I, I, I can't oh, say God. it. Okay. Uh, if I throw it, it goes, and then everything around it dies. It's really cool. That Hopefully is he forgets to pull the pin. I feel like. <laughs> oh, no pins at all. You just throw it, and something oh, happens, what? and it's, it's fine. You just throw it. You just throw it. <laughs> It's a, it's a good thing I didn't chuck this over my shoulder. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I will yeah, take... I'm glad Alaric's on your team. I was already glad, but. Yeah, no, I'll, <laughs> I'll take I'll take Bommy McGee over here. Um, all, right. all right. So start at the front of the ship and work our way through the crawl spaces towards the towards the aft. Perfect. All right. Yep. And then I think we should tell everyone else station yourself. Well, we don't know where this thing is necessarily going to pop out. If it's going to pop out on this level or if on the in the captain's quarters. So we should have... You think we should have, like, a, uh, a couple people stationed amidships and then a couple people on the top deck? Uh, Magnus actually says, Oh, shoot. I didn't even think about it, but uh, with, the, with the buddy system... Um, Talon is up there all by himself. He's been piloting the ship this whole time. I, uh, <laughs> Roland, wow. Roland, why don't you go spend some time with, uh, with Talon? Uh, just, you know, keep the chatter to a minimum. He's concentrating. Aye, aye, send, sir. I will. Can we send Alessio up there, too? Uh, Alessio, you should go up there as well. Yeah. Actually, in <laughs> fact, in fact, Ro Roland, why don't you stay here and Alessio, you can, you can go up there. Um, I was just thinking, I don't want yeah. Roland walking through any corridors alone. Agreed. I want him accompanied at all times. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So Alessio, uh, he, I he... like. I like your idea of having people stationed like at the other possible exits of the... Mm -hmm. Also, could we use that messenger stone at all? Could like uh, Anomio have one and then... Somebody's station down below have one. That way, yeah. it's like, hey, it worked. Come up here. Sure. Uh, so, well, it seems like you're making two different teams. So Milo says that he'll take one, and uh, Nomio, why don't you keep the other? Okay. All right. So Milo and Alessio, I mean uh, Nomio, sorry, um, both have sending stones. All right. Cool. 
Um, so Anomio, oh sorry, Alessio says, I will head up to the to the surface and be dark and spooky and fight snakes. And then yeah. he, he just kind of vanishes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, tell me what you guys are doing. You kind of made this little plan. So you're going to kind of take two different sides, go from the front and sweep to the back in the exactly. inside the walls. Is that the idea? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm assuming that most of the, well, so the port side we know has a ton of crawl space. I'm assuming the, the starboard mm -hmm. side is similar. Yes, correct. Yeah. So is Nobilis just hanging out here just with everyone else, just like chilling? Yeah. I mean, at the moment, Nobilis uh, and actually Tal Talia kinds of, she she actually finally comes through the, the door, bringing a whole bunch of food, and she sees everybody kind of gathering. <laughs> and uh, she she's like, oh, uh, are you guys all leaving already? I just prepared all this food. And then um, you see her, her her right hand places a plate down on the on the table. And Novelis, you notice her left hand is like deep in her pocket and she seems to be holding something. Um, uh, guys, guys, let's just please. I think you could use your strength. Please just sit. Just have a quick, quick bite before you go. There's no rush. We were just excited that we had an idea. Well, all right. <laughs> I, we, we, it wouldn't hurt. The evil, the evil I'm always, Morlock yeah, I'm will be there later. You know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, here you go. I've got all kinds of food for you. Um, and she, she kind of, you know, passes it all around. So, you guys take whatever you want and eat. And um, she, uh, she's looking like she's doubting herself a little bit, Novelis. Um, I, well, I, I like to look at her, of course, and you know, give her my very charming like. Look, I, I don't know. If I, like, do I want to wink? Yeah, I'll wink at her. I'll just be like, you got this. All right, Talia. She she says, um, everybody. I know it's been a bit of a day. Uh, I was hoping that maybe I could try to calm all of our nerves here. And uh, she takes the flute out of her her pocket. And um, there we go. And she starts playing on the flute. Hopefully you guys can hear that. But. I don't, but I'm going to pretend like I do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Boom. We'll just crank it. So anyway, she's she's playing very well. Um, I'm going to actually, uh, I'm going to roll performance for her just for fun. And let's see. Oh, here. I, I turned it up. I got it. Ooh, she rolled a 22. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. So she is, uh, she actually, she's like, Aquila! <laughs> she's she's rocking on the on the flute and um you know everybody's feeling really good so actually because she rolled so well um anybody who hears this is going to get a d4 to uh their next roll um if it's right. relevant and if i remember so help me remember um so basically think of it like a bardic inspiration so she gets a d4 cool uh, that actually worked out really well um okay so uh you guys all finish your before before, yeah. before it ends i would like to applaud her yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone else does too excellent Get yeah no I, actually even even turf kind of st steps away from the the wall for a minute and you just see like like really i was gonna say i, I had mm. my eye on him i was wondering how he was reacting during this whole situation turf has been very distant um He's got this look in his eyes as if, like, it doesn't really matter where he is. Something's constantly going on in his head. And, uh, 
if if he's asked a question he'll he'll answer but otherwise he's completely distracted mm, okay interesting right. okay so um talia says all right i, I want to wish you everybody great good luck um those of you staying here feel free to keep eating uh those of you going out uh good luck to you i hope that you i hope everything goes well all right thanks talia thank you cool I want right. to I want to go up to her and put my arm around her and be like, "Well done." Can I kiss yeah. her on the cheek? Is that too weird? Is that too obvious? Okay, I won't do it. It's completely up to you what you're doing. I love that you have that conversation with yourself. No, okay, sorry, I won't do it. Here. <laughs> I've slept with a lot of people in this room, so I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> you actually, I don't think you've slept with anybody in this room. <laughs> no, I've, I've no. been romantically somewhat involved with at least one, two, three of them. So. You sound like me someone, in like my mid twenties, where I was like, "Yeah, she totally wants me." <laughs> I would like to make my way over to turf. I would like to make my way over to turf and end my turn there. Sure. All right. Okay. So, um, so the groups are looks like uh, Felicity, Milo, and Magnus, and then Anomio, Alaric, and Alicia. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. And uh, Talon, where do you fit in? What are you doing? I'm with Milo group. Okay, so then Magnus is actually going to hang back because he he's kind of like you know it doesn't doesn't make much sense for me to be scooting around inside of the walls here. Um, I got a ship to run. So, Talon, Felicity, Milo, you guys will be group group two. Anomio, Al Alaric, and Alicia, you guys will be group B. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yes, Serafina <laughs> chimes in. Ah, yes, the most sensical of, de of designations. Yeah. <laughs> of course All right. I kind of so, want to be too short round, but... You know, <laughs> you're, you're welcome to. All right, so all, all six of you emerge from this room, and immediately you see um, come out of one of these uh, side rooms here, one of these side bedrooms, you see Feral Rainblossom oh, come... Gun come out of the room and he looks at you and he's got his pipe in his hand and he says you you thought that you sorry was you you thought that you had killed me but not even close and you see he raises both of his hands and this tidal wave emerges from his hands as he pushes him for you uh, towards you and casts tidal wave in the middle of this hallway completely filling uh, the 10 foot or so uh, deck with water as it's rushing towards all six of you. What are you doing, Talon and cast... Nomeo? Wait, I wait. Casting thunder wave. I bet this. I bet this is not, not even real. I bet you are an illusion. Uh, and if I don't believe in you, it can't affect me. Those are the rules. <laughs> and I run straight at him. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Talon, you're casting casting thunder wave as a reactions right no uh what is thunder wave okay. it's a uh, action action yeah okay um all right so uh go ahead and cast your thunder wave and uh anomio you're gonna start charging all right so um you cast thunder wave and those around you <laughs> well no you you can't choose where you cast thunder wave thunder wave happens directly around you in a 15-foot cube originating from oh, yep. you 
and everybody around you must make a constitution saving throw. So, Anomio, you would be, I would say you'll be excluded because you kind of just rushed forward. Um, But Felicity, Milo, Alaric, and Alicia are all going to have to make constitution saving throws. (laughs) All right. Off a bomb in the middle of our group. All right. (laughs) <laughs> so, oh, man. so while I'm doing this, can you please uh, let me know what I need to beat? Because uh, I'm just kind of going to be looking at 13. All right. Um, so far, Felicity failed. Milo failed. Alaric succeeded. Um, and Alicia, uh, you said 15? No, 13. Uh, Alicia succeeded. All right. So what is the situation here? So they take... 2d8 thunder damage. All right, so you got to roll your damage. So Felicity and Milo are going to take... I hope I do badly. All right, so Felicity and Milo are both going to take eight damage, looks like. Yes. Yep. Um, And Alaric and Alicia are both going to take four damage. So, hold on one sec. Okay, so that's all been affected. Um, you do not take any, but I believe that you teleport as part of this, correct? So go ahead and move your your character, I think, right? Thunder. Oh, that's Thunderstep. I'm thinking Thunderstep. Oh. Right? Thunderwave doesn't transport you anywhere. No, no. Yeah, so why did like, why did what? you even do that? <laughs> hold on. Am I I might okay, I might I was trying to... Hold on. I might I might be doing this wrong. A wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Okay. Yes. On a failed save, yeah, so you. It was to to counteract the wave that he was coming at us. I was like, okay. "What could help push that water away?" Okay. Was the thought process. That's perfect. Okay. No, I just wanted to. Ed, I'll, stop laughing. I, 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 I wanted to make. I love it, <laughs> Clifton. That was that was a good. <laughs> Pikachu, I choose you. I just finish off the way, you know, I'm here for it. Strike. <laughs> All right. So you you explode in a flurry of just electrical energy and you see the four uh, little small people around you all collapse to their knees (laughs) and you see a Nomeo charging forward uh, with his sword drawn I'm I'm assuming or no 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 just charging forward I'm just charging I'm just going I'm going to pop you your illusionary head so you see this uh, this this, uh, thunder wave I mean sorry this um, this tidal wave they didn't sizzle they just got it blown over basically like it's not <laughs> right, lightning damage. well even even better than felicity falls uh and she starts tumbling down the stairs oh, milo no. goes forward <laughs> alicia they they all burst out from you uh felicity doesn't take any extra damage but she's now up there um anomio you... these little bodies just you charged forward and your gut was right the tidal wave just kind of separates around you as you charge through it talin uh you see the the tidal wave it it just washes over you with no effect whatsoever you can't see anything you're it's as if you are underwater but there's no actual force being exerted on your body and as the as the wave dissipates um you see pharaoh is also gone and uh, you I, uh... see, you see Felicity, Alaric, and Milo, and Alicia. They they all kind of get up, and they they they're glaring at you a little bit, Talon. But they're they're like, we we get it, but could you be a little, a little bit, like slower, maybe, or it's just something in the future. That was awful. That was awful. Sorry. 
Milo is like Milo is like really really hurt at the moment. He's actually he's like his skin. He looks like the uh, the emperor after getting just zapped. Um, like unlimited power, you know. But he's uh, oh yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, should uh, Alaric, you have a uh, healing potion for our guy, right? And also maybe Milo should go sit down in the galley again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got I got plenty of healing potions. Uh, he just he runs over to Milo. He's Milo, drink this, and he just shoves it in his face. And Milo's like, <laughs> he starts chugging it. Uh, okay, I um. I, I, he's he's fully healed now. He's like, I I feel much better actually. Okay, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Okay. And uh, all right. Well, does anyone else need potioning? Potioning real quick? No, no, no. And, and everybody actually looks pretty pretty okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I uh, I want to go sniff around real quick over here. I want to see if there's a trail of illusory illusionary magic. Absolutely. Um, almost like you don't even have to roll. Uh, your 20s still helped. Like, if you rolled lower, I probably should have waited, but still. Like, very much so. Um, I think those without the, the nose of illusory detection uh, <laughs> would, would be able to know that that was an illusion. And uh, Well, but I mean, is there any is there any sign of where it came from? Would I be able to track it? So it came, it, my... came, it, it came from this room right here, um, but that's also where you saw it walk out of interesting okay yep um is that also the room we were in before when we were checking for the chambers that is not okay all right well everybody everybody partner up and get in a wall <laughs> all right so okay, um actually anomio as you run into this room uh make a perception check for me real quick actually what, what's your passive perception it would be your it, 10 plus your yeah, i think it's 10 uh, probably. I don't yeah. think I have that grand perception. Yeah, it's ten. <laughs> you know what? Because of your because of your high roll on Arcana, the fact that you are looking around, I'll let you roll for it. Go ahead. Oh, perception. Okay. Fourteen. You you see something move through a small hole in the wall, like just almost as if a shadow moved behind a shadow. And Ooh. uh you swear you saw something move behind the wall, but you didn't hear anything. Uh-oh. Uh, quickly, team short round. Group B. <laughs> Which With was me. Alicia, the wall. Alicia and Alaric, I think. No, he was with uh he was with group A. Talon, you were you were technically with group B, but no, you you were I forget who was in group B. No, I was with I was with Milo and Felicity. Thank you. All right, so Alaric was with you. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. Group short round. Uh, so Alaric runs in, and he's he's holding the grenade in his hand. <laughs> he's just... Okay, wait, what? hold off with that. Hold what? off with no, that. What? I, no, I just... I like holding it. It feels nice in my hand. I need I need <laughs> something slightly less murdery. We need... There's layers of murder. We need a little less murder. All right. He, he puts the, the grenade away back in his pocket. Uh, gently, and then he takes out the little vial of, of flame, and you look at it, and it's it's just dancing red and orange flames inside of a vial. -y. Is this less murdery? Uh, yeah, yeah. Be careful. Please Sounds be careful. good. All right, let's go. Um, All right. So uh, Felicity actually yells into into the door, and she says, "If you if you push on uh, around on the wall, you'll find where it opens up." 
and uh, you're able to do so. So you find that there is a, a little hatch right about here, actually pretty much right where you're standing. Um, and as you pop that open, you're able to kind of get into the wall. Very cool. All right. All right. So, um, Talon, what are you up to? Are you doing the same thing? Pretty much. Yep. I'm having... Well, first I want to ask Felicity and Milo. All of a sudden I can hear the music. Um, <laughs> uh, first I want to ask Felicity and Milo if they have any powers or anything that can emit light uh, or help with our whole sunstone thing. But I'm going to have Felicity open the door thingy for me. Uh, so Felicity... She does not have anything that could that emits light. Um, Milo, on the other hand, he, he, <laughs> he actually, he says, I, I don't want to be quite as obnoxious as Alaric, but he, he kind of just out of his pocket, he pulls a grenade. <laughs> He's like, I got one of these too. Technically it emits light, but I don't think that's what you're looking for, right? Yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll hold on to that for later. Please be very, very careful with it. Okay. And uh, he, he kind of, he, cool. you actually see, it's, he's wearing like cargo pants and he kind of opens his pocket and he drops it from like three feet above and just lands right in his pocket. He's oh, like, nice and safe and sound in there. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Milo, uh, you'll be in the back of the group. <laughs> back of the group. Got it. No problem. All right. <laughs> you'll guard her at the rear. Okay. So, Felicity, can you open the thing and I'll lead the way with the sunstone in hand? You got it. All right. So she pops it open and you guys are now inside the uh i'll kind of i'll move all the npcs whenever it's convenient but um talon and uh anomio you guys are basically you're equal with the npcs if you move and they don't 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 worry about it okay um all right and we're trying to move aft which is to the back to the back yes. of the boat yep however okay. we're gonna pause you guys for one sec because now you're in okay. inside the walls we're gonna go back over to Nobilis and uh the rest of the rest of the group um, Magnus is kind of talking to everybody. He's, he's, uh, you know, trying to keep everybody calm. Uh, Serafina is, she's kind of, she's leaning a little, little heavy towards Magnus. And, and you, you actually overhear her once or twice novelist saying like, she's kind of, she's kind of scared. Um, Dr. Everhart's kind of rolling her eyes a bit. And, uh, what is Booker doing by the way, Talon? At the moment he's in the galley. Uh, I can't imagine he could fit into the walls with you. So, um, basically, he will hang out with uh, Magnus that way. If anything goes down, like he can pitch in where it's going. Especially since we're trying to like push things towards the captain's quarters. Sure. Okay. All right. Um, Nobilis, what are you up to? Well, I was up to turf, but uh, seeing that Seraphina seems to be uh, perturbed, I'd like to go. Um, See what's going on. So, okay. um, yeah, I'll I'll go sit at their table, which I was sitting there earlier, but I'll go join them sure. again. And actually, uh, as you kind of go around, um, Talia, she actually comes and sits next to you. Roland is currently sitting by himself, and you you overhear him like, "So turf, what's it like down in the workshop these days? You uh, tinkering with some new machinations?" <laughs> And Turf's like, yes. 
Sounds okay, good. good. As long as Turf isn't super interested, I'm I'm okay with this conversation happening. Sounds good. Can you give me some detail? No. All right. So, um, Lil Grizz, how are you doing over there? And, and you see, Roland actually gets down on the ground. And he starts playing with Lil Grizz, who who seems like somewhat interested, more just for, so for the the attention. Um, all right, Novelist, what are you uh, what are you doing? I just I'd like to be direct and ask Serafina, is everything all right? Uh, yeah, I mean, my, I haven't slept well in a couple days, and, and that, that's not great for us magic users, you know, we really kind of need our rest to be able to cast our spells, but aside, I mean, I've got some stuff stored, like, I'm feeling okay, I'm just tired, I guess. Little, this, this whole situation is not something that we're used to. Can I use, like, I, I feel like she's hiding something, I'm trying to figure out what I can use to maybe Okay. Get more out of her. Uh, well, tell me, tell me what you'd like to try to do. Do you want to perceive? Are you trying her to? Mannerism, her mannerism changed a bit when I came to sit down, and now she's acting like totally cool and like nothing's wrong. But I obviously saw that something was bothering her, so I kind of want to not be direct about it, but I would like to. Sure. Um, I don't know. She she uh she says well, I mean. Nautilus, you're kind of new to the ship. What uh, what have you been dreaming about? Oh, well, I've I've been tormented by awful dreams most of my life, but um, things have gotten significantly worse since I've been on this on this ship. I'm seeing really dark scenes. But I must be honest. Well, I would I would hope you'd be honest, but uh, really dark scenes are are they like? premonitions of the the creature or are they something something worse something more futuristic no they are they are the, visions is probably the best best way to put it it's i um i just feel this connection with uh spirits if you want to call them that or other beings and i can feel that there's some rivalry between them and i see some people maybe hesitating or you know which side they're on and it just just disturbs me so much interesting and Elowin, who's sitting right next to you you're actually like pretty much you're drowning in it right now <laughs> magnus is about the only uh only other guy here um Elowin and, and talia both kind of look at you as if uh like sad for your your situation um almost almost strangely interested um, but Elowin, she she holds out her hand, and you see this little tiny daisy grow out of her fingertips. And uh, she takes it, and she she hands it to you, and she says, "You know, I I've heard that the the smell of a daisy can actually relax somebody's mind. And you know, maybe you could just take this, and maybe it'll help you sleep tonight." Okay. Ta Talia, by the way, I don't know this. I, I'd like you I to roll a perception Elowin, check right now. No, I'd like you oh, to roll a perception. R perception. Okay. Okay. I was like, oh, I, I, we're we like crawling. We're, <laughs> oh yeah, we're crawling through the walls to you know like freaking interact with the underdark in a tight, yeah. closed space and not knowing what will affect it. And he's over here sniffing daisies. This is this is literally <laughs> what novelist does. <laughs> he's like, you guys all go do the hard work. I'm gonna just sniff some daisies. Um, so a thirteen. <laughs> So you you get the slightest uh, notice of Talia. She she gets like a little bit jealous when you take the daisy, um, but 
nothing like she certainly doesn't act on it if anything it's more like she just kind of darts her eyes back over to dr everhart um and uh she says doctor um what have your dreams been about and the doctor says uh it's mostly been oh hold on i have to stop because uh zopher is our oh. the channel's very first super chat yeah. And that oh is that is something yes. worth celebrating. Yes. And, <laughs> and and he has oh he has suggested a advantage roll for Novelis. So Novelis, I'd right. like you to roll one more perception check, please. And thank That's you very much, Zofer. Right. Okay. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, let's see. Let's see. Cheers. Oh, what do we get? What do we get? Oh, uh, no. you rolled worse. So that that's okay. I rolled worse. But well, you know what? We but, appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zofer. <laughs> we'll finally see a little bit of a uh, the markup on the uh, the whatever all right hey, so well, that's, a good, that's a good reminder to folks like if, if you see that we roll really bad and you want to kind of persuade the story or the other way around we roll really good you're like nah okay. yeah i i'm actually looking forward to that i think that would be really oh, funny <laughs> and i i usually have the stream on ultra um ultra light or whatever the, the one that lets it be pretty much real time so if you're thinking about doing this you should be able to affect the the decisions before i make them so yeah, all right we can figure it out we can backtrack a little bit like you just hey. did you know? yeah I'm creative. All right. So, novelist. Um, so Talia says to Dr. Everhart, uh, you know, what have, what have your dreams been about? And the the doctor says, uh, they've they've been mostly about this this one patient that I didn't save. Um, as I could imagine that you you you'd realize a doctor has many demons that haunt their mind. Um, in fact, I Magnus, do you, do you mind if uh, Talia, do you think that, or Elowin, do you think that you could maybe escort me back to my room? Just the whole buddy thing. I'd like to. I, I feel like I don't want to just sit here and wait. I'd I'd rather at least be comfortable in my room. And uh, hey, Novelist, roll 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 a d4 for me. All right. What if Lil Grizz goes along so he can escort Elowin back? I got a four. So Talia stands up and uh, she says, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll help you out, do doctor. Um, and the two of them leave. They, uh, they actually exit down um, the southern entrance here. And as they leave, uh, they're gone for probably about a minute and you hear a scream. Oh, hey, hold on, just, just sure. before, they, before they do that, can I hand the daisy to Serafina? You... Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you hand I think the, she the... may need this more than I do. Hand it to her. And uh, she she takes it from you, and um, she says, uh, I, "I, I guess thank you for that." Um, and you see it actually it ignites in her hand, and she says, "But I I don't I don't subscribe to such silly thoughts as the smell of a daisy." And uh, she. You have. Ignites it in your hand. You have a dome for your next roll. And, you know, that kind of that turns novelist on a little bit. Like, I love, I love <laughs> well, you see, you wow. see Ma Magnus kind of gives you a, a little bit of an eye, and he, he gets up from the table, and uh, and he heads into the into the kitchen, and, and Seraphine actually follows him. Oh, we got another super chat. <gasps> I oh, saw it, okay. yeah, from, from Zofer. Make it fun. Oh, oh we will. Um, so, you hear a scream from out in the hallway uh, that seems to be very much Dr. Everhart's voice. This, uh, Roland kind of stands up from playing with Lil Grizz. Turf actually kind of shifts his eyes a little bit, and you see 
Um, <laughs> you see, he. Uh, sorry, Jason just asked if I killed him. Yeah, no, <laughs> Jason, we sent you up to the deck, but who knows what's happened to you up there? We'll see. You, um, you will wake up in a pit of snakes, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, Elowin, Nobilis, Roland, and Turf, and Booker are the only ones left in the galley at the moment. Oh, boy. And you just heard the scream. What are you Should do? we be running somewhere? It's up to you. We heard the we heard the scream too, right? Yes, very much. Um, I want to make sure Roland is coming too. I don't. I still don't trust that guy. Can I? Can I like make sure he leaves the room, or is he still petting? Little it's up Grizz? to you. How would you convince him to leave the room? Is he just sitting there petting little Grizz? Like, uh, he he just stood back up. Like he was laying on his belly, like like playing with little Grizz or whatever. But okay. now he stood back up and he, he says, no. Nobilis, did you hear that? Somebody's in trouble. Elowin, we must go. We must, we must rescue them. Turf, keep doing okay, what you're doing. Everyone, follow me. And then I rush everyone out of the room. All right. Oh, uh, man. So, so Roland, Turf, Elowin, and Nobilis, you all rush out of the room, and you see Dr. Everhart and Talia both standing in the middle of the... Uh, the deck here in the in the middle of this hallway and they both look absolutely terrified and, the, and they're kind of like like there's there's a was there was a, a man he was and and the doctor she she turns around she says it was him it was it was the, the soldier i couldn't save he was on the ship how did he get here and you see magnus and seraphina both kind of come out of the kitchen as well and magnus says what, what was happening what's going on it was I know it was an illusion. It was just an illusion. But there was there was somebody here and he shouldn't have been here. He's been dead for years. Talia, what did you see? I I saw the same thing. I saw the same thing. It was he was a man, he was missing both of his legs and there was blood all over him and he was just sitting on the floor staring at us. And as as we approached, he just came out of nowhere. And he pointed at Dr. Everhart and he said, this is your fault. And he just sat there. He didn't, he didn't disappear until you all opened the door. Well, if this isn't proof, I don't know what is. I mean, this thing is obviously preying on our fears. Talia, remember what we discussed earlier? When, when you, when you faced the, the fear, you're, you're, have you, I, I'm a bit concerned that you still saw this and you're still, you're still affected by it. What do you mean? Why wouldn't why wouldn't I be affected? I don't know. I just feel like there's something about us facing our fears that kind of helps get rid of this. And some of our fears are a bit more difficult to face than others. And I like to nod to Dr. Everhart to acknowledge that, yeah, this is a pretty pretty bad fear. No, I, I, I mean, this wasn't my fear, but I saw it. No, no, I know. I'm, it's it's fine. Uh, anyways, okay. sorry, maybe <laughs> so, I missed it. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. The hypernova is um, good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I still think this thing's playing playing on our fears. I mean, what about the rest of you? You you all have had nightmares, right? I mean, have we not all disclosed that to each other at this point? Yes. Very much. Yep. I think we all should let each other know what our biggest fear is, as 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 scary as it may be to admit that, so we're prepared for what could be aboard this ship. Mm. Interest. Uh, Magnus speaks up. He says, 
in interesting <laughs> idea. I, I'm... I... This is the kind of thing that, that I suppose a captain should do first. But I'm hesitant to say it out loud. And we're going to pause for Novelist's group for a moment there. And uh, we're going to go back over to Anomio and group B and 2. Um, so, Talon, we're going to start with you. So you guys have been slowly making your way uh, down the hull of the ship. And you've been... Are we starboard or... You guys are starboard. Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep. So you are... Actually, at this point, you're probably about halfway. You are... So are we group two or group B? <laughs> I know. I like that I made it purposely confusing. So you are <laughs> you are group two, and uh, the other group was group B, although also known as group short round. <laughs> um, I'd like both Anomio and Talin to both make perception checks. Okay. Let's see if let's see if you're on the right track. Okay. Come on, come on. Four. Eighteen. Hey. Eighteen. Is this still where we get the plus D four to our next roll? I'm sorry, what? Oh right. Oh yes Good it call. is. Uh, because of yep. Talia's song. Might as well. I wrote it in big asterisks and stuff. <laughs> I'm going to add a whole so, one. I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, T Talon, why don't you roll a um, d4? An 18 is good, but, you know, 22 would be better. That's such a weird looking freaking dice. I know. Those are the Wait. ones that you don't want to step on, the D4s. They're, they're oh, like caltrops. Yeah. All right. Right. So you ended up with a 21, and Anomio, you got a 5. So, Anomio, you are still able to follow the, the claw marks because they're pretty apparent. But at this point, it's hard to tell whether they're the most, like, from this particular instance or otherwise. Because as you look around, you see that there are claw marks all up and down the inside of this hull. Um, mm. It's hard to tell if they're fresh or. I mean, a day-old ones would probably look about the same as fresh. So, sure. um, Talin, on the other hand, you're you're seeing a whole lot of these same kind of tracks, um, three toes, uh, but you you also see, um, you're starting to see that there is a, a hole that's been kind of gouged into each one of these rooms that you've been passing, uh, giving the ability to see into each one of these rooms. So confirming your, oh, your thoughts that something is probably yeah. visiting at nighttime. Freaking creepo depot. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is like those hotels where some perv is peeping Tom is dolan. Mm. Uh, how big are the like How big are the holes? Yeah. About the size of a fingernail. Just enough to see through. Yeah. I don't know why that's grosser to think about like a fingernail. Yeah. That whole like. Ugh. Because I've designed it to be creepy. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> I get a week to think about this thing in between each game. <laughs> <laughs> but I meant like the, the claw tracks themselves. He's like. Yeah. Just to get an idea of the size of this creature. They're like this big or like this big. They're. Like. 
they're like, are like a butt. they're a little bigger than human hand size as if if you pictured if you pictured like um like a chick with long acrylic nails i was just gonna say that but i couldn't think bigger. of the word acrylic so yes it, it would be like somebody who had about an inch long or about a half inch long nail on each finger that was slightly larger than human hands just scratching their okay. way and ksh, ksh. So you notice that the, the claws actually dig into the wall probably about a quarter to a half an inch, enough to okay. hold them steady. Yeah. And they're like on the sides. Yes. They're like up and down on the walls. Kind Correct. Of thing, right? Yeah, like whatever has been in here has been going up and yeah. down and left and right and all over the place. It's been two whole nights that they've been able to do this. So they've been that spending their time in the so walls. Creepy, because think about this is like a something bigger than a human, like slightly bigger than a human potentially. Well, what's creepier is on, you know, it could crawl on the walls and dig holes through it and then fuck with your brain. So slightly creepier for those of you who have ever dealt with mice in your walls. For just you know, I live up here. There's there's always mice in the walls every year. It's a noise that wakes you from your sleep when a mouse is in there. And for whatever reason, mm. this thing has not woken you from your sleep. I don't care for that. <laughs> so it is quite quiet all right so nomio and uh your your group is going to progress a little bit further you're now about even with the galley um and you're starting to run into a lot of little cobwebs that are just kind of getting all over your face and and tripping you up and you you actually anomio you turn back and you notice that alicia has lagged behind quite a bit oh no oh no 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 halt Halt, halt, halt. <laughs> no, one, no one gets left behind. Come on. Come on, Alric. Sh shimmy, shimmy that big old bearded face back. Come on. All right. Come on. All right. Uh, is, is, is it time for the grenade? Should I take out the grenade now? No, no. No grenades. So, Nomio, you hear in your head, you hear the voice of Pyroxus, and it says, Why not? Why not take out the grenade? That seems like a great time for the grenade. We are within a three-foot... Also... Three foot wide. Scrolls. It's okay. I I can protect you from the grenade. That's no problem. You know, you know. Okay, Pyraxis. We. I will let you murder the crap out of whatever lives in these walls. I promise. I promise. promise. Okay. I promise. 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 <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, would, a, would a hole in the ship cause it to sink? No. Nope. Um. Good question though. Okay. All right. So you guys catch up to Alicia, and you see this look on her face. Um, she looks terrified. Oh, boy. And, and in front of her, you see a dwarven man. Just barely. It's, like, slightly around the corner. And he's stuck. He's... Oh, jeez. I've had the... I've had the Talia up on my screen forever. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Uh, so you see Ragnar Goldbeard. He is around the corner just slightly, but he's scrunched in the wall like this. And he doesn't look at all like the regal being that he was previously. His face is disfigured. He's bloody. And he is just sitting there and staring with these eyes that are just white and milky over at Alicia. Oh, and he's boy. just looking at her and she's she's struck. She's just terrified and not able to move. Um, okay. Uh, Alicia, Alicia. And I'm I'm gonna reach around and I'm gonna move, sure. try to push push <laughs> yep. all right out of the way. Just come on, no problem. All right, all right. It's, hold on, hold on. 
Don't worry, it might be an illusion. It might be an illusion. And I'm just gonna poke Pyraxis forward and just... And you, you see... Poke, poke. So as you poke at, at Ragnar, the, the sword goes through his stomach and it starts to bleed. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, it's Ragnar, guys. And Ragnar <laughs> oh, looks... Oh, no. He well, looks, well, at least we found Ragnar. <laughs> he looks through you, and he looks directly at Alicia, and he says, Murderer, you've betrayed us both. You've let the Goldbeards down. And then he disappears. Oh, okay. He was an illusion. See, nothing to worry about. Come on, everybody. Uh, Alicia. Unfortunately, I don't hear any of this. It's no, tough. You, you, you right? don't hear you any, don't any of this. Yep. yep. So, Alicia, um, she looks at you, Anomio, and she says, I, I don't. Was he talking to you or was she talking to me? Alicia, what happens in the walls of, of the ship stays in the walls of the ship. <laughs> All right? We're not going to worry about that. We've got a Morlock to murder. Come on. <laughs> Morlock is not bad, actually. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so you guys continue to go through the, the, the cobweb, cobwebbed um, walls. And uh, Talon, you and your, your group B here, or group two, you guys, uh, you start to notice, Talon, that you hear the wind is whipping quite a bit more strongly where you are right now and you you gauge that you're probably over the deck the outside deck um i don't know why i can't deselect you so we're gonna go back to novelis's group here um so the group has taken a little bit of time and everybody's been going through and and saying what their greatest fears are excuse me uh talia kind of admitted about the whole flute thing dr everhart confirmed that it was all of the souls that she wasn't able to save. Um, Magnus talked about the the ship actually crashing and, and the dream that he had revealed to you. Serafina talking about um, being overpowered by the, the power of her, of her fire magic and what it would feel like to actually feel being burned alive. Um, Turf, he, uh, he was a little bit less forthcoming about what his, uh, his nightmares had been in fact he he kind of alluded to the fact that he hadn't really had much sleep in the last couple of nights and he's just kind of worked but he's he did say that he he fears his father um and had he been sleeping he suspects that it would have had something to do with that whereas elowin says that she she's been having dreams about being within a dying forest or a dying patch of, of flowers or just something about the world dying in a blight on the land. Roland, however, um, he says that that he he was less forthcoming. Actually, Novelist, I'd like you to roll a perception check for me. And you get to have advantage on this because of Zophar's super chat. Oh, yeah. Thank you again for the super chat. I was thinking double advantage because Roland Look at is that. so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Roland admits he he goes, I, I know it might be hard to believe, but sometimes I'm not as confident as I come across and and I'm worried that people might see me for uh 
not as brave as as you know those of the 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 legends of of these fine warriors i mean i'm i'm certainly a champion uh, among men but i might not be a legendary warrior and uh that brings me much much fear mm. yes Sounds nobody little... nobody believes him so i feel like i do not believe <laughs> yeah not at all <laughs> so um and uh, Magnus says, all right, well, if we know everybody's fears here, this this seems like if you keep your own mind, your wits about you and what might be coming, if you see something that lines up with that, just don't believe it. And uh, Roland says, no problem. These... Any, anything that makes me look bad, I will justly ignore. I'd like to interrupt him. I'd like to interrupt him and say, but have we seen, can these things actually hurt us? I mean, some people have, well, some people have died and obviously just come back from the dead, but um, the rest of us, like, have we been hurt by these things? And uh, Serafina speaks up and she, she says, well, it, from what we've been told, Roland didn't actually die. It just looked like he had. So, although... Although, maybe? It doesn't seem as if anybody's actually been hurt. Mm. Just very scared. So whose nightmare is Roland dying? That's definitely not a nightmare for me. <laughs> Roland, Roland, Roland will remember this. <laughs> no, Roland, Roland does look a little hurt at that, at that comment. Good. I, uh, Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You I don't even know why so I hate much. this character, but I hate him so much. I hate him so much. <laughs> Did you see his picture? I saw his picture and I almost hesitated, but um, now I'm like, 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 can I talk to Turf? Like, has anyone talked to Turf? No one? Not really, no. Roland attempted to, but yeah, what do you. Well, um, no, I'd like, to, I'd like to question him a little bit more about his, his. He says he hasn't slept. I mean, it's been what? two nights two, two nights that, yeah three three days yeah you, you're telling us you haven't slept at all during that time a lot of coffee no i don't i don't sleep much i usually i just work i'm i'm building something it needs a lot of concentration i i i move slow so i don't have to move i don't have to sleep very much and can i ask you what is your role in this ship Magnus, can you tell boat, me what boat the swing. Is? I, I fix I fix the boat if there's a problem. But for the most part I'm developing weapons, uh tools, different different things to improve the speed or efficiency of the of the boat. Hmm, that's interesting because I worked with Milo for quite a while and I don't remember him saying anything about you. Or how long have you been here on the ship? And Mag Magnus actually speaks up. He's a Tur Turf's been here a couple of years, actually. He's he's a he's a fine fine workman, but you know not much for talking, as you can kind of see. Um, Turf, is there anything else you want to add? Yes. Well, go ahead. I uh, I've been able to create something that will allow us to well you know what actually it's it's not quite ready yet but let let 
Tell you what, come down to Novelist, come down to my workshop later, and I'll 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 show you once once this whole situation is dealt with, I'll show you what I've been working on. Don't mind if I do. And uh bring your friends too. It would it would be good for them to to see. And Ma- Magnus speaks up. He's like, he's like, uh, Magnus actually says, Aramboat. Magnus actually says, what? Uh, I, I actually like, I'd like to know what you've been working on down there too, Turf. Uh, you know, I trust you, but uh, it's always good to see what you come up with. No problem, what Captain. What kind of creature was he again? Turf? Turf is a earth genasi. So genasis are... They're basically like a half genie, if that makes any sense. Um, but there's typically like an elemental factor to them. So you could have like fire genasi, air genasi, earth genasi, water genasi. Can we see genasi. this picture again? Sure. Um, so actually, and his skin is, you'll you'll kind of uh, see it in a sec. His skin isn't quite what it looks like in the picture here. I couldn't quite make it work, but it's, it's a bit more gray, um, like rock-like. Um, and he moves very stiffly. You get the feeling that he probably weighs like a few hundred pounds more than he seems. Um, and as he walks, you, you, he's got this just strength to him. He's a very solid uh, individual. So he's probably like probably a pretty good fighter. It makes but makes sense why you're flirting with him now. No. Yeah. Okay. okay. He's probably a pretty good fighter, but he doesn't strike you as one that's much interested in fighting. Not interested in fighting either. <laughs> Sounds like he's strong but slow. Like exactly. Yep. You to come to him for the fight. Yeah. Think Colossus from X Men. I that, and I got a little excited. <laughs> all right. So, um, I'd like all three of you to roll a d6, please. Okay. Because you guys are in the in the walls, and uh, Novelist, you're doing your thing, whatever you're doing. Am I also uh, rolling a d6 yes. as well? Yep. Okay. And Anomio's rolled a one. Oh, Talon rolled a one, and Novelist rolled a one. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. Wow. wow. All right. Well, you know what? Whatever I'm about to tell you will be way more fun as a cliffhanger. The fact that all three of you just rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> so now here's the thing. Um, today is December 11th. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna switch back over here. Um, so to say today is December 11th. I don't believe that we are going to have a live game next week. However. Um, Adriana, I believe, is going to host a one-shot, which we'll be filming uh, offline, and we'll post uh, when it when it's live. So, um, we will be revisiting all of you uh, after the holidays. Uh, date to be determined. Probably around... I, I doubt that we're going to be doing J- January 1st. So, probably around the 8th. It's going to be a few weeks. Um, there will be content on the channel, and we will pick up here where <laughs> all three of you rolled a one. I do actually have a scenario for this, but there's zero chance that we're getting to it in the next six minutes. So, <laughs> all right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here on Dungeons and Drams. Thank you, Zofer, for being our first super chat of the night. Yay! Right, or of the, of the, of the ever, really. Um, your name will go down in history. Um, oh, five. Oh, five. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, he's been a supporter of my channel for a while. He's just... So oh yeah, Zophar's awesome. Yeah, he's. Yeah. It's funny. I I only, the name Zophar is familiar, but I recognize him more from his icon than anything. Um, the little iron giant, <laughs> iron I think giant. it is. Yeah. Iron yeah. Yeah. Now he's another Southern California guy. So um, that's if you're right. Ever in San Diego, I know you used to travel there a bit. So I used he's, to. He's in that area. So. Back when the world was sane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you very much for joining us here, and thank you, players, uh, for doing an awesome job tonight. A lot of role playing, but um. 
Noblis, you always strike me as uh, you always surprise me. It's very hard to plan for anything that you're going to do. <laughs> and uh, it's been that way since the first game. The first game I was throwing little th little trolls down the staircase. I I, I've always been a wild card in this game. You really have. That it's it's made it very interesting. True. I You've made me have to work harder to flesh out my NPCs. That's what happens <laughs> when you bring on someone that's never played D&D before. And you like, bring wonderful. on a theater kid that's ever done it. So he's just like throwing it all out there. Oh. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Um, so... Uh, for anybody who follows the channel for the ChatGPT stuff, I'm probably going to be doing one on guilds uh, in the next week or so. Um, that's something that's been requested a few times, um, as well as, what is the other one? Uh, well, we'll see. Um, but I want to wish everybody a happy holidays. And uh, yeah, cheers. All right. Let's get in on the Discord and, and you can contribute to ideas. And stuff. Yeah, that sounds great. All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice. And be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in Lands of Dimidium. Cheers.